Welcome to the How's Your Soul podcast. My name is Andrew and you are listening to season one, episode one titled, You Are a Soul. This is a brand new podcast. We have a lot to get through, so let's dive right on in. All right. Well, welcome to the podcast. I'm really excited. Uh, we're kickstarting this one off. Uh, it's, to me, this is kind of an experiment, right? This whole podcast. I love listening to podcasts. Um, I, I also have like Audible and things like that, right? It's just, it's nice on the commute, right? I don't have time to necessarily pick up a book and read it, but I definitely have time to listen to a podcast or an Audible. And so I've been doing a lot of that lately. And um, man, there was a podcast that I just recently wrapped up. I'll put I'll put the link in the show notes. It's called The Rise and Fall of Mars Hill by uh, Mike Cosper and Christianity Today. Unbelievable podcast, but there was so much of that podcast that resonated with me on such a deep level. Um, I've had incredible church experiences. I don't want to knock the church at all, but there's definitely um, been a, a actually couple particular instances with churches that have absolutely left me broken. And... Um, man, that healing process is just really hard. And so I totally related with so much of this, what this podcast was was talking about. And it kind of fueled me to want to continue that conversation with an invitation, with a question, right? How's your soul? How is your soul doing? And I feel like, you know, I hit it off with a lot of friends, but I don't ever think we really go that deep or at least most of my friends, right? I have, I have my core group that we can talk real stuff, but I'm assuming that's kind of the same with you, right? Like you got your group of friends, you have your, you have those relationships that kind of stay surface level, but there's fundamental questions that need to be answered because they're so key to who you are. And one of those questions, right, is how's your soul? How's your soul doing? And I want to dive into that. And this podcast is really an exploration of that, I think, all the way from how's your soul doing in regards to hurt and pain to how's your soul doing with forgiveness or bitterness? How's your soul doing with joy and where it's finding that source? I, right? There's a lot of different places that this podcast can go. And I'm excited to, to kind of experiment in each of those areas. I think a great starting point for me, it's an anchor um, because it's kind of I mean, it's my story it has to do with, with hurts and pains and wounds that, that go so deep it touches the soul. And that impacts the way that I think. Uh, I think that impacts um, how I see relationships, how I see the church, how I see God and my relationship with him, um, how I see my purpose and my identity. I think there's all of these things that are um, like really fundamental to who I am that were challenged when you feel hurt that is that is so deep right and, and we'll talk about that story I'll get into that story and 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 kind of be a little bit vulnerable on this podcast and ultimately right hopefully this becomes more of a dialogue like I want to hear your story right I want to hear where you are how your soul is doing and incorporate that into the part into part of the podcast right I want to have friends and family on and and hear them tell their story whether they're in the church or not I feel like everyone can answer the question how's your soul it's a fundamental question and so I want to dive into that um the first kind of premise I feel like that I need a set is well, what is a soul am I, am I a soul is the soul the like the wispy thing that like exists 
after I die and it goes to heaven, right? Like, let's unpack that because for me, for so long, growing up in the church, uh, it was kind of that like Christian jargon word. It just got thrown around all the time, right? They use soul and spirit interchangeably, whatever you wanted to use. It was kind of like I relate it to you have a group of people that say the Holy Spirit and you have a group of people that say the Holy Ghost, right? But they're the same person. Hey, it just depends on your mood or how you grew up. And that's what you, that's what you said, right? I'm, I kind of think of um, soul as kind of like a similar kind of similar thing, right? It's like our soul, spirit, doesn't matter. It's the same thing. It's this weird, ethereal, eternal, spiritual side of you that exists after you, after you die. And that's not, that's not, not wrong, right? There's, there's some truth to that, but man, there's so much more. And I want to unpack that with you because I think this is so important, right? When, when we have hurts and pains, this is just my experience. So maybe this isn't your experience. Maybe you have had just a remarkable experience. But for me, in my interaction with church, so many times when we, when I bring forward hurts and pains, there's this kind of cliche washover answer, right? It has to do with something about Jesus and surrender. And again hear what I'm saying here, right? Those are really important things, right? Surrender and obviously how I relate to Jesus is incredibly important. But there's a lot under that that has to do with the soul and how the soul finds healing through that process that I feel like needs to be kind of talked about. It's not talked about. You know, even more so, I think what's definitely not talked about in this podcast, the the Rise and Fall um, of Mars Hill uh, podcast, I think did a, just an amazing job bringing reality to the church. And here's what I mean by that, right? The church ultimately, and it's, it's taken me a long time to be able to even say this, right? the church is the hope of the world, right? It's, it's God's plan A for redemption, obviously through Christ but it is the vessel for salvation. And man, if you had come to me with that premise a year ago, I would have have probably cussed you out of the room because I was so angry at the church. Because like many people, potentially even listening to this podcast, I had come to the church looking for, for healing, for community, right? For me to grow and mature in my relationship with Jesus. And I left one of my church experiences deeply hurt and broken and wounded. And so I love that there's a a conversation to be had about the reality of church because, right, church is full of people and people are broken and hurt people hurt people, right? And so I want to have a conversation about that. And I don't want to just, I just don't want to, be, I don't want to be a critic, right? I don't want to just sit there and be a critic of the whole thing. I want to offer solutions, but also just engage in a conversation, right? I don't know all the answers. I'm figuring this out with you. And so I hope that by engaging a conversation, maybe we can bring to light the reality that so many people experience. Because here's the thing, right? Here's what's crazy. I talk to friends. I talk to family. I talk to people inside the church. I talk to people outside the church. They all have experiences like this whether it was a person in the church that hurt them or it's the church itself that hurt them or it's an expectation that didn't get, whatever it was, there's there's all of these experiences and these stories that exist out there by the church and yet the church continues to say we're the hope of the world, which is true, which is true. But there is also the reality 
that the church can hurt and it can wound deeper than potentially anything else. And I don't want to right, just sit on that for the duration of, of the podcast. I think that's going to be a part of it, actually. Uh, the next few episodes, I hope to dive into that idea a little bit deeper. Um, but also, we want to cover other things that I talked about at the beginning of this podcast, right? Other places that I want to go with this question, this invitation to how's your soul. So let's start, let's actually dive in here with the idea that you are a soul, right? Because for me growing up, um, I grew up kind of in a Baptist theology. Uh, the soul was definitely this ethereal part of me. This is this was my understanding of it, and I guess when you died, uh, that piece of you would continue to exist, and it had your personality, right? I think, and it, it must have had your experiences because you kind of you knew who you were. So there was a part of there is some part of you, your personality or your character, that was embedded into this thing called the soul that continued to exist, and it was eternal. And it wasn't until I started reading my Bible and listening to this amazing resource called The Bible Project where that whole idea really started to crumble. And they proposed something uh, that I think is not only more biblical, but something that is so much more impactful. And like, man, I can own that. Right, what we're about to talk about, it makes a difference because when I look at myself, the soul is such a fundamental part of that that is necessary to flesh out and talk about and have a conversation with. And so that's what kind of what I want to do. So I want to start with this idea of of soul, that the actual Hebrew word um, being nefesh. Nefesh. Uh, the Greek word has something to do with your psyche. Right, that'd be the Greek version. Of course, we were laid a little bit closer to that because, right, psychology and words associated with that kind of came out of it. So that has some kind of correlation and is it more in touch with the kind of mind and uh, soul kind of concept. But in Hebrew, nefesh was actually just this super like common word. And it had multiple different meanings. Uh, can mean uh, life or a person, right, you uh, it could also mean like lifeblood, right? Or your being, but it could also, it, there's there's an interesting translation. It could also mean something like like your throat. I thought that was kind of an interesting translation, your throat. Uh, well, what does that even mean? Nefesh, right? How is it, how on one hand is it translated soul in English, but in another can be translated throat? Like that doesn't make any sense. And I love, um, just the deconstruction of that idea because your throat is what it's like a gateway it's a gateway for everything that i consume and yet it's also a gateway for everything that i that comes out of me (laughs) into the world right and it's so it's actually like this super crucial part of who i am it's a huge part of my being and I love that physical representation of something that does feel kind of abstract or ethereal because it grounds it a little bit more to me that this idea of soul is actually super core to who I am. Yeah, it's spiritual, but there seems to be, it's something still really founded and grounded in something physical. Um, when I look back at Genesis and I go back to the beginning and God's doing the creation story 
and you and you flip to the next chapter, chapter two, and he's outlining on a on a much deeper level, right? Like the creation of mankind. And in in verse seven, Genesis chapter two, verse seven, he says, this is what it reads. It says, then the Lord God formed a man from the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. And the man became a, a living being. And I love that that concept because for me, it's taking kind of all of these like Christian jargon words and it's putting them together in this narrative that makes sense to me. You have God's ruach, which is breath. His breath, the idea of probably where we derive spirit, right? God's spirit in us. But there is an us, right? There's a physical container, if you will, a physical aspect to us. So God takes his spirit, his breath, and he and he binds it intimately with what he had just created, the physical aspect of us, of human. And because of that marriage, there's this soul that's born, this person that's unique and has their own identity and personality and characteristics and physical appearance, right? They, they look different than another human. They sound different than another human. They, they are passionate about certain things and not passionate about others. They have pet peeves and desires and purposes and identities. And I, I love that there's this combination of body and spirit and it somehow creates this mystical yet so important soul. Hebrews talks about uh, how intimately woven this relationship is. Uh, In chapter 4, verse 12, it says, uh, For the word of God is alive and active, sharper than any double-edged sword. It penetrates even to dividing soul and spirit, joints and marrow. It judges the thoughts and the attitudes of the heart. And while the context of the verse is bigger than necessarily what we're talking about, I love that this verse demonstrates that this body-spirit-soul combination is so intricately woven. The soul isn't just this abstract, ethereal, spiritual piece of me that just ends up living on. It is me. I am a soul. You are a soul. So here's why I wanted to start here, right? This idea that I am a soul and, and you are a soul. Because when, when I look at the hurts and pains in my life, the addictions, right? The things that drive me and the things that destroy me, I can mistreat that all day long if I don't see myself as a soul, as a spiritual and physical person, human. You know, I was listening to a, uh, I was listening to a comedian just do like a real quick uh, bit. I think it was on YouTube or something. And he was talking about this relationship that he was having with a friend and they were just right kind of joking. But then his friend actually opened up to him a little bit and started talking about, man, hey, just FYI, I'm feeling really depressed. Like this is really a struggle for me. 
and he's like, holy smokes, man, thanks so much for like opening up about that. That's, that's real. That means something. You know, I, I really think you should consider seeing a therapist. And his friend kind of looked at him like he's crazy. He's like, what? No, I'm just going to pick up running. Right. I'm just going to start a marathon. I'm just going to train for a marathon. That's what I'm going to do. Right. That's how I'm going to overcome this thing. And man, do I, when I heard that, I was like, I do that. I do that. Right. With wounds that hurt my soul, that reach down into my soul, that impact my soul. My treatment of that hurt and pain is, well, I just have to be more successful at work. Well, I just have to find a different group of friends. Um, well, I just need to pick up a new hobby. Well, I just need to train harder at the gym. Well, I just need to get deeper into this good feeling, right? AKA this addiction, but right, it's a good feeling. Maybe that will ease the pain. And there's all these things. I just need to become more successful financially, right? I just need to prove to my parents that I am somebody, right? Whatever it is for you, I feel like there's these, there's a proper diagnosis, of our pain and hurt, but a total mistreatment in how we actually live out our lives. And it starts with thinking and feeling that we're just this physical person that exists on earth with these hurts and pains and all we can do is this physical treatment. That's not the case at all. And the opposite isn't true either. There's so many stories of these like, um, and there's not there's not all of this going on right now. I mean, there is, but we don't see it, of, of like monks that are totally disciplined to beating the, their body physically so that they could be in more in touch spiritually, right? They realize the same hurts and pains that exist in the world, but their solution is the opposite. Their solution is to remove themselves physically so much so that they're so in touch spiritually and that's, that's considered healing. And I'm saying neither of those are working. It's a combination it's recognizing that we're physical, but we're spiritual. And that's what's created this beautiful thing called the soul. It's who I am. It's my identity, my purpose, my personality. And that's going to be the question that I want to start with when I start thinking about healing. When I start thinking about my identity and my purpose and my drive and my passion and my joy and my pain and my regret and my source of forgiveness and my source of sorrow. Like that's where I want to come back to is this underlying question of how is my soul doing because my soul is such an integral part of who I am and who you are. Does that make sense? That's why I wanted to start this podcast kind of on ground one, a foundation that you are a soul and that I am a soul. And when we start talking about healing, the question needs to be rooted at the source and the source for me is your soul. So let me wrap up this conversation with a truth that we can never, ever leave. <laughs> this needs to be rooted in the framework of this podcast. That while I'm talking about the question, how's your soul? Ultimately, there's really only one person that's wise enough and masterful enough to actually heal the wounds that the soul has, that the soul is inflicted by, and that's Jesus. And I don't, again, I don't want to go back to the church route where I just say it's Jesus surrender. I think there's more to, there's more to it in the journey than that, right? Yeah, those are, those are fundamental truths, but the journey looks so much more different and difficult, 
and I want to express that and talk about that, but I, I just can't ignore the fact that that's still truth. Right? When I ask the question, how is my soul doing? The answer to healing ultimately does come from Jesus and surrender. But we're going to talk about that in the next few episodes. And we're going to unpack what that actually looks like. And we're going to look at those pain. We're going to look at that pain and analyze that pain and ultimately come to the decision and conclusion of what healing really looks like in a relationship with Jesus. And I want to kick it off, I think. Maybe maybe uh, next week's podcast will be totally different than what I'm prescribing, but I think I want to kick it off by looking at the church and starting with the church and going from there. And again, the conversation is wide. There's a lot of different places we can go, but I'm going to start with the reason why I even began this podcast, and that was just my experience with the church and kind of shed some light on that, provide a platform and an opportunity for you to share your stories, but don't just leave it there. I don't want it to just be cathartic. Bring it to a place where there's actionable steps that we're taking to heal not only our perspective of the church, but heal ourselves and our wounds. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Uh, If you got something out of this, I would love if you were able to leave a comment or just share it with somebody that needs it. Uh, The more this community grows, uh, right, the more people will have an opportunity to glean from the conversation that we're having right now about healing, hurting, and ultimately how our soul is doing.